Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 10.04. We're happy to have you. It is a Thursday. Write that down, Jamie. It is Thursday. We did, in fact, write it down right, so that we to. wouldn't forget. <laughs> Otherwise, we would keep calling it Tuesday because that's kind of what it feels like. Uh, coming up next hour, we will tell you about what some schools in Kansas are doing at their sporting events that are upsetting a group of people. Also, later on this hour... I don't know if you've seen this, if you're on Twitter or if you're on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, but can't avoid it. Literally, like 90% of my timeline is two words, vote moose. And I and we'll tell you all about it and, and why it's making such a big push right now uh, on Twitter. And we'll discuss about how you can get an Arrowhead to see every Chiefs game this year for $200 total. Wow. 200 bucks total to go to all eight home games. And two preseason games. It's also National Fried Chicken Day, people. Woo-hoo! If you didn't know, now you know. Of course we have one of those. Uh, Kansas City Star, of course, did a story kind of running through some of the best. We've got it up on Facebook as well. Uh, tell us where you can fry, you can find the best fried chicken in town. And then uh, in the noon hour, when you're all off on your lunch breaks, yeah. we'll run through some of those. We'll make you real hungry. Yeah. We'll make you real hungry. Um, this story was, uh, we're going to start here today. And we've got an update for you on uh, Majority Whip Steve Scalise. We'll get to... Also, uh, President Trump is at the G20 right now or is on his way to the G20 in Germany. we got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, also, some changes coming to River Market. But this story uh, actually popped up last night over on uh, Channel 41. And it got a lot of reaction in the overnight hours up until recently uh, on our Facebook page. And the rage these days, all the rage, what all the kids are doing, all the cities are doing they're taking down Confederate monuments. And so I'm confused a little bit. Um, and we need people to help us sort it out a little bit um, because now it really is becoming more popular. And we mm-hmm. can cite you a ton of cases where Confederate monuments are coming down or there's a push to take Confederate flags down. And based on the reaction on Facebook, all of you go in the leave it all up direction. But then I'm confused about why this is becoming such a popular idea. What's the disconnect between what, governments are doing and you know and these are the the officials that you elected why are they going the direction of trying to take all these down and the public that they serve saying no keep them up that's the the weird part because we're, we're talking about a monument that maybe you weren't even aware was a monument in kansas city i didn't know we had this okay i didn't <laughs> even right. know i asked the question recently do we have any confederate monuments here because it, it's one of those that as you see in st louis they just took down a big one there uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I even asked, do we have any here? And I didn't think we did. The United Daughters of the Confederacy Monument sits at 55th and Ward Parkway. And there's a bit of a controversy. I think it's brewing. It's growing. It's to, to get in line with everybody else to remove it. So I threw up on the Facebook page, went up about midnight last night. And, and I darn near 100 comments in, for that time of the night is a little rare. But obviously, right. it sparked a lot of people, and they're they're in, they're they're interested in this. 
And, and the number is 576-7798. And we'd love to hear from you whether or not this should come down, this monument, whether or not it should come down. And, and maybe even a bigger question is, of the darn near 100 comments, Jamie, 95% think no. And if that is the case, if the case is that most of you, including myself, and I, I think you, Jamie, yeah. most of us don't think the, 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 the monument should come down. If that's the case, why are cities, New Orleans, St. Louis, everywhere, why are cities taking these uh, Civil War monuments down, these Confederate monuments down, if the people don't want them to come down? Right. Uh, and again, these are the these are the officials that you elected. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, the most recent case for us was the Confederate monument that's gone from Forest Park in St. Louis. Um, in that case... And, and this is the only case I could make for taking them down, I guess. Um, in that case, it is going to become property of a museum. And so the museum then at some point is going to display it. I guess that's okay. I, I don't know the point of then taking it down from a public place and putting it into a public museum. I don't know what the difference is. Um, we talked yesterday a little bit about the idea of erasing history or ignoring history as we talked about the congressman's video out of, uh, out of the concentration camp. That issue came up quite a bit yesterday about making sure we honor history. And on one side, you know, if you say leave them up, leave the Confederate monuments up, it's our way of honoring history. And on the other side of that, I say, well, taking it down doesn't erase history. No, it doesn't. And if it is offensive to people, if it makes people uncomfortable, if it makes some people think that uh, a city still supports the idea of the Confederacy by having the monument up, if that is offensive to some people... I don't see the harm in taking it down, um, but I. D- but why? <laughs> you I know? don't know. Why, why bother with taking it down? I, it, and it, it just is amazing that, I mean, I really don't know too many people that are thinking, man, that thing's got to come down. It's got to come down. But some people are very passionate yes. about the idea that they should yeah. come down. They, they really are. So why is it most people, and if you feel they should, they, they should come down, feel free, please give us a call and tell us why at 576-7798. Again, 576 576- Seven seven nine eight, or you can text in at two two nine eight zero, because it, I'm going to bet if we take twenty calls in the next ten minutes or whatever in the next twenty minutes, eighteen will say leave them up. And if that's the case, why are they coming down? So let me read to you. The Washington Post did a big opinion piece okay. on the case for taking down Confederate monuments because right. again we were trying to figure out what the what the gap is. They say the issue comes down to this simple proposition. The government should not honor people whose principal claim to fame is that they fought a bloody war in defense of the evil institution of slavery. Ultimately, they say the case for removing Confederate monuments is the same as the case for removing the Confederate flag from public places of honor and the case for renaming sites like the Jefferson Davis Highway. There is a movement in the country uh, a bit, and there are other examples where this has happened, where you, you take names of you remove names from things that honored slavery you know that somehow remembered slavery but again does taking the does taking the memorial down erase history but does leaving it up um put a negative part of our history in our in our face a little bit too much does it enhance a negative time in our in our country's period or at least a negative time in a part of our country's period i don't know what do you mean by enhance does having that memorial up enhance the memory or does it does it make the memory stronger glorify maybe that's a that's a good word for yeah. it does it glorify the slavery 
By the way, the president of the United States, regardless of who it is, lives in a house built by slaves. Right. Should we tear that down? Right. I mean, I, I, I just, I wonder about these kinds of but things. But there is merit to that position. I, I don't know if this is what they're doing. I don't know if this is what it does. But that idea that the government should not celebrate, maybe is the word I want, the government should not celebrate mm-hmm. that time in history anymore. I, I agree with that. But does leaving the monuments up do that? Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Is there a strong case to be made to leaving them up? Is there a strong case to be made for taking them down? The overwhelming Facebook conversation, and take a Facebook conversation for what it is, is leave them up. Right. Um, And and I don't want to hear any word about snowflakes or liberals or any. Talk about the historical perspective of of this, please. Southern cities, heavily conservative Republican states are taking these down. This is not a liberal Republican thing. This is what do the people want? Yeah. That's a question. It's a great – it's why. It's a – it's a philosophical discussion. And it's weird to me, too, because we have states like Arkansas that are putting up the Ten Commandments on the Capitol grounds. Well, it was You up. know? <laughs> it was up for 24 hours. Um, I don't know why we're making such a big deal about physical monuments and the symbolism of that. It's midday with Jamie and Wicket. We are going to get to you. We'll get to Bill, Lindsay. We'll get to Adare. We'll get to Scott. We'll get to everybody. Uh, we'll do that coming up next on 98.1 KMBZ. 98.1 KMBZ, midday with Jamie and Wicket. Still to come this hour, remember... We had a long discussion yesterday, twice actually, about Representative Clay Higgins out of Louisiana and the Auschwitz video. Mm-hmm. We have an update for you uh, on what is the latest out of that story. We'll tell you about it at 1047 coming up this morning. Oh, how quickly things have changed. Yep. Yes. Wow. Yowza. Uh, right now we're talking about Confederate monuments, and there's a story from Channel 41. It's on our Facebook page. Got a lot of you talking overnight, so we thought we would definitely want to talk about it here on Midday. And it's about two landmarks. Uh, one in um, one of them is renamed, or sorry, is named after a controversial man by the name of J.C. Nichols. We all know about his history. And the other is the memorial for the United Daughters of the Confederacy at 55th and Ward Parkway. We're going to focus on that one because that's the rage right now: is to take down Confederate monuments. And this is not a question of whether they should stay up or should come down, because it seems as if most people want them to stay up. And that is where the question lies, Jamie. Then why are they coming down? If I most people want know. them to stay up, why are governments in New Orleans and in Virginia and in St. Louis taking them down then? These are your elected officials. They're, you know, they're they're going to do what you want or they're not going to be reelected. So why the public pressure then? I don't, I don't get the disconnect between the two. And the Washington Post did this big piece on the case for taking down Confederate monuments for those of you who can't get it. And they make a statement that, I think I would I would argue the premise of um, the government should not honor people whose principal claim to fame is that they fought a bloody war in defense of the evil institution of slavery. Ultimately, the case for removing Confederate monuments is the same for renaming sites like the Jefferson Davis Highway or taking down the Confederate flag from public places of honor. I guess I argue the premise of the statement that I don't think having a memorial up necessarily honors that time. I, I, I think we're putting way too much credit in a physical monument. I think we're giving that too much power. Yesterday we talked about the the Clay Higgins video and a lot of people said that we don't remember history as much. Mm-hmm. If if this comes down, do people worry we're not going to remember history as much? Well let me ask this. How many people and and feel free to text me and let me know this. How many of you knew we had a monument to the to the Confederate uh, daughters of the Confederacy. And how many of you have been to it? 
um, knowingly gone to have it. knowingly because you've gone probably to driven it. by it a thousand right. times. And so, just just does just the existence of it remind mm-hmm. us of history? If you're not going to look at it anyway, it's a good question. And so, then what what difference does it make if we take it down? If so many people want Confederate monuments to stay up, why are they coming down all over? Five seven six seven seven nine eight. You can text in. Two two nine eight zero. Let's go to Bill in Overland Park on ninety eight one KMBZ. Bill, thanks for hanging. You're on ninety eight one. What's going on, Bill? Well, good morning, and I'm going to take a history side of this, but also a sarcastic side of it as well. I like that. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> My wife and I have done a lot of history searches. We've been to Lexington, Missouri, and a lot of areas around the Kansas City area. And what you learn from that is you learn about history. You learn about the conflict. You learn about what happened back then. You go forward and look where we've come from that. There's nothing wrong with honoring the part of history that existed and being able to see where we've come from since then. And so if I take a sarcastic side of that, why, why don't we eliminate the Roman uh, architecture, the Greek architecture, when we have the Egyptian uh, things come to the museum? Why don't we get rid of all of that, too? Because all of those empires had slaves. All of them did. Back then in history, when you conquered somebody... Uh, conquered a village, conquered a country, a tribe, you did one of two things. You either killed them all, genocide, or you made slaves out of them. It happened. But we move forward from that. We're not doing that anymore, at least not here in the United States. So why not remember where we came from and what we can make our country today and not whitewash history. We're, we're, we start taking down monuments. We're going to take down everything out of the history book. And how many roads and bridges in the Kansas City area don't have Jefferson as a name? It's a good question. I want to get to a couple other people. It's a really good point. Thanks for the phone call. But let me ask this again. Yeah. Does it have significance if no one is going to make an effort to go see it? Does just have does just having it up remind us of history? To me, it feels like it has no significance if nobody's going to look at it anyway. You know, if, if you, I didn't even know it existed, so I didn't even know <laughs> we not, had it. It's not that far from your house, so by the way. For those of you who are screaming, you know, we we need to honor history and leave it up. Are you going to look at it? Because if you're not, are you remembering history with it being there? Let's talk to Lindsay and Mission on ninety eight one KMBZ. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, Great. Not bad. Why are these coming down if so many people want them to stay up? Well, I was talking about this with a friend once, and um, I kind of go back and forth, but mainly he brought up that a lot of these monuments were put up um, back in, like, the 50s. So they were kind of put up in a time period where I feel like they were trying to keep a group of people in line and kind of remind uh, the country, like, this is... It was still know, a very segregated time. Exactly. So it's kind of considering, like, why they were put up in the first place. I don't think they all necessarily need to be taken down, and th- some things could go by case-by-case basis, but... 
when you look at it from that perspective, it's kind of like, okay, why do we need to take them down? But then again, why were they put up? We appreciate the phone call. Um, you know, they were put up to, back then to remind you of what, what happened. Did we care about history more? Were we more historically aware 20, 30, 40 years ago than we are today? I have no idea. But um, again, I I feel like we're asking that question. Why do we think that we're ignoring history? Why do people think that we're not more historically aware? I feel like a lot of people are saying that. Do you think millennials don't care about history? Do you, is this a young people are too self-absorbed and don't care enough about the past? Um, Maybe. And again, does having the physical reminder of history, is that the only way to remember history, is to have the monument up? Maybe I'm turning a little bit. I, I think... Are you talking yourself into another argument here? I, I think, why do you care so much that the monuments stay up if you're not going to see them anyway? Oh, I mean, monument, like if you go to D.C. and you go to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, you go to the Jefferson or the Washington Memorial, you go to whatever, you're going to see those. Are people in Kansas City... Or are people coming to Kansas City going to see the monument to the Confederate daughters? Let me turn it this way. What does it hurt to take it down? Think about it that way. What does it hurt? If there are people who are upset by it being up, and I assume that there are because they're coming down in cities, yeah. what does it hurt to take it down? I don't feel like you're getting a big history lesson. I don't feel like it's a, it's a big reminder of history to have it up if you're not going to see it anyway. So why not take it down? And maybe the better place to have those memorials is in a museum let's where ask, you can put it with other things. Sorry for interrupting you. Uh, let's ask Scott that question in Kansas City. Scott, you're on 98.1 KMBC. Uh, yes, sir. What's up, ma'am? Hey, morning. Morning. Hey, uh, I don't, I don't ever call in, and I'm not big on wanting to call in, but I like listening to y'all's show. Um, well, we're glad you called in today. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, not a problem. So I keep hearing this stuff, and it just kind of, and I understand y'all are opinion show, and I kind of like that. But if we, it, would it be a problem to actually look up some of the facts and then have maybe some opinions in between them? Because there's still plenty of area to have opinions. But if you look into the facts of it, Abraham Lincoln never even told the South, we're going to abolish slavery for three years of his term. He brought it up fighting for his next term that, he, that when he finally, for him to get uh, become president again, to be reelected. So, you know, plus your South, they only had like three to five percent uh, slavery. I know I wouldn't have fought for that. Um, I wouldn't have fought for big businesses having slaves. Well, Scott, right. Scott, let me ask you this. Should, I don't know how you feel if it should come up or come down, but Jamie had a really good point. If Are people actually going to see this thing on a somewhat regular basis? And if they're well, not, what's the point of keeping it up? Right. I guess to me it's just pride. I mean, I don't come down to the city to see But it. not everybody's I, proud of that period in history, though. Well, but, but I, I think that's where some facts need to come into play and realize that it wasn't about slavery. It didn't start off that way at all. I don't even think it ended that way. Um, and the thing about America is it's continued to grow in its ethics and all that. I mean, with the Indians and, and slavery uh, of all kinds, even, you know, it wasn't just blacks that were slaves. So it's grown and grown. So can we not appreciate that fact? Uh, we, I mean, we appreciate you calling, man. And, and, and it's an interesting point. But part of the Civil War was about slavery. Yeah, it was about one nation and, and keeping the, the union together. But it was partially about slavery, and the divide was there. Yeah. I, again, I come back to what does it hurt to take them down? And some of you in the text line are saying, well, what does it hurt to keep it up? Look at it from the other point of view for a second. There's a reason they're coming down. So why not take them down if that movement exists in some cities as it does? 
take those monuments, put them in a museum with other elements from the Civil War, and then you get a full, complete lesson about that period in history. It's a good point. It's, I mean, look, I, I, I like them up, but I've never gone to see this one. Right. Uh, we're asking you right now, if so many people want Confederate monuments to stay up, why are they coming down all over? And on the flip side, what's the harm in leaving them up? Or what's the harm in taking, taking them, them down? down? Five seven six seven seven nine eight. We'll get ninety eight one KMBZ midday with Jamie and Wicket, Jamie Monticelli, Mike Wicket. Don't forget, you can always stream us KMBZ.com or grab that free KMBZ app. It is in iTunes or at Google Play. We're asking you right now a couple of questions about these Confederate monuments that keep coming down all over the country. Based on your response on Facebook, most of you, most of you people, along with myself, want these things to stay up. But if that's the case, why are they coming down all over? And Jamie, your argument to this is? What's the harm in taking them down? I think a lot of people are having a gut reaction to this, um, which is fine. um, But a lot of you are having the gut reaction that's going a couple of ways. Leaving them up honors history, which I totally respect. And I think that's why they went up in the first place. That's why a memorial exists in general, is to honor a past event in history. Um, but sometimes our view of history changes and and our our perspective on it changes. And so if there are enough people who are opposed to these being up, that they're coming down in major cities like New Orleans and St. Louis, and they're not being just torn apart, although although we've had people crashing into them in other places, the, the Ten Commandments statue, but um, you can take them down and you can put them in a museum, which, which that's what's happening in some places. What's the harm in taking them down? I don't think it diminishes remembering history by taking them down. I also don't think it adds to our memory of history by having the memorial up necessarily if people aren't going to see it. Now, if you go to D.C. and you go to the Vietnam Memorial Wall or you go to some of the big memorials in D.C., mm-hmm. yes, that is a remembering of history. Absolutely, because it's 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 a big attraction. It's a big draw. It's, it's the reason you go. But when we're talking about statues, I think you're giving too much power to a piece of concrete. 576-7798, right back to the phones. Mike in Oak Grove on 98.1 KMBZ. Mike, good afternoon. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Love y'all's show. Listen every day. Thank you. Uh, I kind of come from get the background where this stuff was okay. You know, all the Confederate stuff, uh, the rebel flag and all that. But I feel like that it should, and I've kind of flipped. I feel like it should be taken down and probably put into a museum because it, is, it was an oppression against humanity. If you go to Germany, you don't see all the Nazi stuff, memorials all out and about. You have to go somewhere to see it. it it's not a constant reminder of what had happened, you know, and that's, that's my take on it. That's an interesting point. And thank you for the phone call. We appreciate it, Mike. In other countries where horrific things have happened, and he brought up the Nazis, and I've never been to Germany, are there reminders everywhere in every part of, of Germany, of the Nazi regime? Are there Nazi flags? Are there statues of Adolf Hitler? Are there statues of the Nazi salute, the Heil Hitler? I don't know. I've never been. It's a good comparison. A I've gr- never been either. That's a great comparison. I don't know. Um, and is that what you want? You know, is is it possible to remember history without having the physical reminders of them everywhere? Again, especially if there are people... Maybe we're not hearing from those people necessarily, but there's a reason they're coming down. So are there African-Americans who families were slaves that don't want that reminder up? Not everybody wants to be reminded of that time in history. It wasn't positive for everybody. There's a reason, you know, there's a reason the Civil War ended. There's a reason Mm -hmm. it ended the way that it did. Not everybody was proud of that time.
Are there pictures of Benito Mussolini up everywhere in Italy? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't Again, know. Uh, places I've never been. I mean, the place that the only place I have to compare that to is Vietnam and, and having been to Vietnam. And that's a different experience because in Vietnam, they won and they consider, and the fact right. that they beat the U.S., especially when you're in the North, is a huge, like, they beat the ultimate, <laughs> the, 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 the ultimate world power. We there just, are. Rem- we just withdrew. We didn't yeah. lose. There are <laughs> reminders of it everywhere in Vietnam. You can't get away from it. Let's talk to Bill and Casey on 98.1 KMBZ. Bill, thanks for calling. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, actually, this is not total historical facts yet because we're only two generations removed from this event. And there are uh, the event was the conclusion of a rebellion that tried to destroy this country. That is what the historical fact is. But the sentiment and the attempt to destroy this country is ongoing. Think of how many petitions there were to separate from states from this union when President Obama was in charge, uh, in the office. Um, to your point about are there statues anywhere else in current events, which we all most of us would have lived in, look at Mao in China. There's no statues of him around in mm-hmm. the suppression that he had ran. I mean, and for those, I am not a black person. I have friends who are black. And yes, there are those who have family members who were uh, enslaved. And then the subliminal message of, yeah, these people enslaved us, but we're going to commemorate them anyway. I think it leaves a subliminal message around that says that it was okay that somebody tried to destroy our country and suppress somebody at the same time. I'm all in favor of removing that. All right. Hey, thank you for the phone call. It's a really good point. If you do walk by that, is it a reminder that it was at one point okay and in some people's minds still okay? as Bill said, to suppress or oppress a certain group of people, a.k.a. African-Americans. Or do you walk by the statue and go, oh, hey, there's a statue. I don't know. Daughters of the Confederacy. Maybe you go look at it. Maybe and you don't give it any thought at all. I will bet most people don't, but if every day one person walked up and they looked, learned about it, thought, oh, okay, it's kind of all right, this country. I mean, I, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I see both sides of it. I, I really do. Thanks for the phone call, Bill. Squeeze a couple more in here before we switch gears. Colin in Belton, you're on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Colin. Hey, how are you doing today? Great. Fantastic. Um, I Just real quick, before I give you my opinion, I am the most conservative person you could probably meet. All right. Um, I, I voted for Mr. Trump. My family is all red ticket all the time, all everything. And I honestly, I think we should take him down. Why is that? So... It's like it's the difference between teaching it in a history book and having a monument. And it's like a couple of callers before me was talking about like having Adolf Hitler monuments like in Germany, how that would be messed up. I think like the whole monument aspect is like whenever you're saying, hey, look at how awesome this person is compared to if you just teach about it for the history aspect of it, saying, hey, this is what happened. So then you don't forget that. But I don't think with like a monument it's almost like it's a celebration for how cool this thing is and it, it's almost and and to you know to, to go back to something we said earlier it's a good point there's a difference between teaching about it and glorifying it and does the monument glorify the teaching does it say hey look how great the daughters of the confederacy were as opposed to just teaching it in a book like colin says oh i Having not seen the statue, I don't know what kind of uh, literature or writing there is there. To me, that that could make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, is it just a statue up and you have no idea what it is? Or are there uh, plaques or anything like that that would teach you more about it? But you're right. There is a difference between facts and taking a perspective on it. 
You know, there's a difference between just teaching what happened versus uh, versus giving an opinion to it. Although there's a lot of debate in this country about, in fact, I heard somebody say yesterday or the day before, maybe on Dana and Parks, that it's always the victors that write history. You know, so the way the Civil War is taught in the North may be different than what you're going to see the Civil War being taught in the South. I'd love to know how it's taught in like Alabama. It'd be great to get two history books, mm-hmm. you know, get it one out of the be. North and get one out of Alabama and see the difference in what they're taught. Because I got mine either in California or in Michigan. Northern, yeah. <laughs> Northern or wasn't even a country. It wasn't even a state. Where they used to, when did California become a state? Yeah. I mean, talk about bias. That's ultimately, yeah. that's a good way to measure it. Uh, let's get two more up here. Let's go to, uh, thanks for the phone call. We appreciate that, Colin. Uh, I don't know who is on three because I can't see it. The, the screen is too far left, so we'll get to you in just a second. Hang right there. Nate in Shawnee, you're on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Nate. Hey, how's it going? Not hey, bad. I think, I think we should absolutely start taking him down, and I don't think we should stop there. I think we should hit up Mount Rushmore. I think then we should head over to Washington, D.C. and start hitting Jefferson Monument, Washington's Monument, because they were slave owners. And then we should have the Pentagon because, man, that is a major source of oppression. You know, I'm, 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 I'm picking up a little sarcasm here, Nate. No, no, no. But listen, Lynn, we shouldn't stop there. Then we should go overseas and we should hit up the Pyramids of Giza. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, we get it. You're being, you're, you're, you're taking everything to the extreme level. It's your, your. You're, we we get your we get your joke. Yeah, we get your fine. joke. All right, uh, we'll wrap this up with Andrew and Blue Springs. You're on ninety eight one KMBZ. Hi, Andrew. Hi. First here. Hey, thank you so much. We can barely hear you. Oh, okay. Might be because I'm on the highway. That could be. Well, I was just uh, calling to. I don't really have an opinion. I just kind of want to add to the conversation. Go ahead. You're on the air, buddy. Go right ahead. Uh. I just kind of want to know where do you draw the line? Kind of like uh, not everyone's going to agree with you know what the Romans did, so maybe we should tear down the the Colosseum because uh, you know thousands of people died in there. And I just kind of wanted to get your idea on you know what's the difference? What is a monument and what is you know something that's historical that should stay up? It's a good question. Um, I know this one honors the daughters of the Confederate Army that tried to secede from the Union. Is that something we want to honor? Um, I don't know where you draw the line. Yeah, it's it's a good question. You know, do you take down, even though he was being, even, even though in the previous caller we were going to extremes, it's a valid point. Mm-hmm. You know, do you take down everything that addresses a time in history that some people are not proud of? The issue is that some people... Uh, still agree with the South, you know, the, f- the fact that some people are saying, well, it doesn't glorify, it doesn't glorify slavery. It just marks a time in history. And do we take down everything that marks a time in history? That we don't like. Right. But that, that's a very good question. It's on our Facebook page. You can check it out. Uh, we've got an update for you. Clay Higgins, the congressman who sparked a lot of controversy yesterday about his video in Auschwitz. We've got an update on the story for you. We'll tell you what it is next on 98.1 KMBZ. 98.1 KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Thanks so much for joining us on a Thursday. Going to be hot. High of 90. 92. Oh, heat index. Get up there, baby. The only thing I will, you will never hear me praise hot weather ever, except in this one occasion. I did physically feel better yesterday when I got out of here because I still cannot breathe. But the heat made my head feel better. Oh, good. By the way, your concern about Claritin making me too awake to sleep mm-hmm. had zero effect on my ability to nap yesterday afternoon. Maybe you're a lot like my wife, my home wife. Yes. Where every drug kind of has the opposite effect. Or it's very strange. Like uh-huh. when you told me you've taken an Ambien. You I've know, taken you, two. You, I've, done, I've done a double dose of Ambien and before. It didn't, and it didn't help. Did not keep me asleep. And you slept on a highly caffeinated yeah. pill 
Maybe you have the ex- adver- adverse effect. Maybe, Maybe I'm just weird. You're one of those weird people where the trials, they don't work yeah. on you. Right. They don't want to call I'm you not in. A good, I'm not a good sample for I, your sample size. Meanwhile, I'm the perfect drug sample. Every drug affects me the way it's supposed to affect you. Can we pull that? We're going to need to replay that at some point. <laughs> Every drug affects me the way it's supposed to, says Mike Wickett. Make sure HR didn't hear that. Yeah, too late. <laughs> it would be bad. Uh, coming up next hour, a story out of Kansas. <laughs> about uh, coach-led prayers at high school sports, and one group is upset about them, and we'll tell you about it coming up at 11.05. Yesterday, one of the big topics we had on the show was about Clay Higgins, the Republican uh, House of Representatives member from Louisiana, and you may remember his video out of Auschwitz. 1.1 million innocent civilians. And you remember we were talking about it. Then he ended after describing when he was in one of the tunnels about the chambers and yada, yada. And then at the end. This is why Homeland Security must be squared away. Why our military must be invincible. And, and, and the question was not about that message. The question was whether or not it was insensitive, it was the wrong place to film the video. And I, you and I were both on the side of and many callers were but it was probably split it was split later in the later in the show it was more split in the one o'clock hour than it was in the 10 o'clock hour yeah i just fundamentally thought as somebody who has who went to mauthausen which is a concentration camp former concentration camp in austria and you walk through there and i know dana and parks were talking about uh comparing it also to the holocaust museum in dc um you go through a place like that and that's um an incredibly powerful and humbling and, and Scott used the word sobering experience, which is a good word for it. I felt weird about taking pictures there um, because it, it feels like a cemetery. That's a place where you're supposed to be quiet and it's not supposed to be about you. And so I, I just didn't like the, I, I agree with the message, but I thought you're using a horrible time in history to your political advantage. And something about that didn't feel right. And, and some people thought it was a perfect time to have the message. People thought, look, this time in, in American history, we need to have this reinforced. And some people went a different direction and made it political and all these kinds of things. Well, we have an update for you. And Congressman Higgins pulled the video. Representative Higgins uh, apologized yesterday for recording the five-minute video on the grounds of uh, Auschwitz and posting it to social media. Here was a statement released by Clay Higgins. I filmed the Auschwitz... <clears throat> Excuse me. I filmed the Auschwitz Auschwitz message with great humility. My intent was to offer a reverent homage to those who were murdered in Auschwitz and to remind the world that evil exists, that free nations must remember and stand strong. However, my message has caused pain to some who I love and respect. For that, my own heart feels sorrow. Out of respect to any who may feel that pain, that my video posting was wrong or caused pain, I have retracted my video. We, I, I think it's, it, it's really, really impressive that this man realized what he did hurt so many people. Uh, also, he went on, we must never let history repeat itself in such a way. I have always stood with Israel and all Jewish people, and I always will. We live in a dangerous world, and massive, uh, massive forces of evil do indeed yet exist. We must all stand united against those evils. My Auschwitz video has been removed. And my sincere apology for any unintended pain is extended. Do you buy that sincere apology? I think he took it down because he was getting a lot of political backlash. I think this was a statement and not a a, a video 
because we know he knows how to post video. Right. Because the news cycle will gobble this apology up. Yeah. You won't remember it two weeks from now. Right. And there's no video later of him sounding soft. This is a man. If you look up Clay Higgins, he is a man that has built his reputation as an army vet, a police a police officer, a very, very, a red ass, an, an old, old man's strength. Yeah. A very strong man. And any video of him apologizing might make him look weak. The statement is not going to be used in a potential re-election down the road by a Democrat. I think it's very telling that he apologized so quickly and took the video down so quickly. I don't I don't think he's apologizing for what he did. I think he's apologizing for the reaction that it had. I, I don't think he's sorry for doing it. No? No, I think he is sorry. It's when people say, I'm not sorry for what I've said. I'm sorry that you're offended by it. That's sort of how this, that's kind of how this felt. Um, because he would have known, you know, he should have known better in the moment. He should have known the reaction that it was going to get. And, and he did it anyway. And you're right. We're not going to remember the apology. The, the apology doesn't have audio with it. The apology is not as powerful um, and so if his goal was to get the publicity out of the statement, mm-hmm. he already got it. He doesn't need it to be out there for another couple of days. The video's out there and people already have the video and the audio of it. Is it good publicity? Was it, I mean, we said there's no such thing as bad publicity. You think this is going to help him in the future? The original video? Um, no such thing as bad pub. I, th- but there is. There is. I, I, I don't believe that. I think there is. But I think for his audience in Louisiana there... He did it because they agree with him. I, I think he did it because they're going to support it. Um, it. It's telling to me that it was a paper statement that was put out. Yeah. From, from We were discussing, you and I, this morning, the, the PR side of this. And I initially, I thought, well, gosh, why wouldn't you put out audio? Because then we'd be playing the audio of the statement and not the audio of the video. Mm-hmm. I think it's it should tell you that his supporters like the video, that he didn't put out audio instead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because in the commercials that are going to air in his re-election campaign, they can't play the audio of the apology. No. No, they cannot. So. They, they cannot. Um, I, I want to believe he realized how insensitive it was. I don't know if he believes it was insensitive. You know, it's one of those things where you, every guy has done this, where they do something, they're like, my wife's going to get mad at me for this, or my boyfriend's going to hate if right. I do this, or whatever, all right? We've all had that moment where you're like, ah, this is a bad idea, but here, hold my beer. We've all done that, right? right. I guarantee you that when Representative Higgins was, was recording this, and his PR person was standing next to him or what his campaign manager was next to him. He probably looked at him and said, we're going to get in a whole lot of trouble for this. Yeah. Send. Yeah. And, and he probably hit send anyway. You know what I mean? And, and I don't think, I want to believe he is sincere that he realizes he hurt a lot of people that he loves and that he respects. But you're probably right. It's never about the act. It's about getting caught. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, th- I think he is a smart enough guy to know exactly what he was doing. Yeah. And I think he knew, if you believe there's no such thing as bad publicity, then he knew that even if people were offended by it, even if people were hurt by it, the effect was going to be the same. He was going to accomplish the same goal either way. Yeah, I, I'd say you're probably right. And it's on our Facebook page. You can go check it out and let us know if you think he should have taken it down. or. But he had to apologize. I mean, he had to. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because everybody was calling for him, too. You had the Auschwitz Museum upset with him. Um, No doubt that there were constituents of his that said, hey, you know, we have family members that died as a result of the Nazi regime, 
and and I'm sure they were going after him. I think he had to apologize. He had to take the video down. But it's kind of it's always the original story that gets the most play. Just like oftentimes, if there's a, a, a factual error in a story, it's always the original story that gets the, a lot of play, yeah. and the correction doesn't mean as much to people. And you never hear about the retraction or the correction. You know, the stories aren't. Look, if something were to get posted, like whatever, yeah. It's headlines for 24 hours. Right. The retra- retraction could come 25 hours later. You're not really hearing anything about the t- retraction. You're hearing about the controversy from the 24-hour news cycle. And, yeah, this is right now kind of buried because the president's over in, right. at the G20. You got all these other things. A written statement slides right under. He looks like the good person. He, he, he said some good things in his statement. I want to believe him. I want to believe him. It should tell you that this story, the apology, is not getting near as much play in the media today as the original story did. Well, you know, President Trump's speaking. And when we get audio and video of President Trump speaking, that takes every, every headline away, Uh, especially when he's going to meet potentially with, with Merkel and Putin over on the other side of the pond at the G20. It is 1058. Question for you. Should coaches lead prayers before, during, and after high school sporting events? One group is upset that they do. We'll tell you who it is, and we'll get your calls coming up next. 576-7798. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.